Thanks for joining us today at Springwell Church, where we want to draw spiritually thirsty people to Jesus by loving God, loving each other, and loving the world. We hope that today's message builds you up, gives you a little insight, and helps you find a brand new perspective. You can find us in Taylor, South Carolina, and online at springwell.org. That's springwell.org. Now let's jump into the message. This morning is a very special day in the life of Springwell Church. It's a day when we celebrate all that God's done the last 25 years, and we look forward to all that He's going to do in the next 25. It's a day of celebration, and it's also a day of anticipation. In June of 1995, there was a group of men and women, boys and girls, who set out on an unknown journey, a journey that would lead us to this moment today. Those 58 people met in the living room of Tim and Cindy Howard. All they knew is that God had led them to start a new journey, to find a new home, a home free from rules, but full of acceptance. A home for those who could not find a home. A place to belong for those who had been forgotten. A place like the home we all imagined. A home where acceptance and love and care and joy and freedom live together. We in this room are also home today. While the room we sit in is different than the room where that first church meeting was held, it is still our home. And for those who call Springwell home, this place is more than just our church. These people are more than just our church family. This is our home, and this is our family. In the lobby this morning, you notice two displays, and each side of those displays is important. On one side, you'll find a timeline of our history. It walks us through the history of Springwell Church and all that God's done in 25 years, and we want you to take some time this morning to pick up a pen and a note card and write where you fit on that timeline. Maybe it's a time when you first came to Springwell or the time you first met your family at Springwell or the time you first called Springwell home or even the time you or a member of your family were baptized at Springwell. Just take a second and write it up there. On another side of the display, you'll find some quotes from our pastoral leaders as they thought through the next 25 years. And on another side, you'll write the name of someone you're praying for will soon become a part of finding their home, of finding their family here. Someone you know who needs come home. The display is going to remain in our lobby for a few weeks so that you can take a look at that. And now we're going to take a moment to look back. What you're about to see is footage from the very first meeting of Springwell Church in the home of Tim and Cindy Howard. There were 58 people in this room that morning and they had no idea the journey that was ahead. They never imagined that a church would look like this. They never imagined that thousands of people would find freedom in their lives. They never imagined other churches would watch them for direction. They could have never imagined the road ahead. Today, you're also going to hear from some of the folks who were at that first meeting, still attending Springwell today. They're right here. Some of the people who helped create this home that we all love. This is our home inside of a home on day one of this 25-year journey. Take note that the people that you're about to see in this video weren't in the room at the same time during their interviews, including our current leadership team and even those from our history. Yet, 
They all understand the mission of Springwell. This is a reminder that Springwell is indeed a home. And even 25 years later, you're still home. With all my heart, this church is going to be Not because it's kind of, not because it's going to be a new contemporary church, whatever contemporary means. Uh, not because it has a young pastor with a dream. Not because of just who we are. It'll grow because of who God is. Uh, that's, well, that's why the church is Because of who God is. We will spend uh, weeks, the next few weeks, trying to put this. is a little quicker, so we're a little unorganized, and you probably understand why. And I'll talk about that again in a minute, so I'll explain some things to you. But, uh, um, you know, God, we just don't let God be God. It's the best we know how. We'll be valuable because we're here. But we're going to do the best we can to let God be God. And, uh, and we're just going to worship Him, praise Him. And I believe in all of our people will be drawn to that. They'll be drawn to it. And uh, we want to have uh, freedom to be what God wants us to be. That's all. That's what it's about. It's, it's just about letting God be God. And uh, that's what we will do as best we can. Starting a new church, a contemporary church 25 years ago was not, it really wasn't all that popular. Um, not everybody understood what contemporary was at the time. Um, you know, in the beginning, are we really a church? We, we didn't even have a name for Springwell. Springwell was not Springwell. We didn't know what it was gonna be. Um, we didn't have a building. We didn't have, we didn't have any sound, any lighting, any staging. We didn't even know what that was. <laughs> and really none of us had any money. Um, the one thing that we did have was a good leader. We had a leader that showed us how to love. And then he taught us how to lead. And most importantly, we had God's blessing. And we eventually, that we eventually called Springwell Church. Well, there was a lot of energy, um, a lot of anticipation, a lot of excitement. Um, there was also a lot of love because we knew we were there. Nobody had any idea what was gonna become with this church 25 years later. I mean, who would have known that we would even be here 25 years later? I mean, we were starting in a house in somebody's living room. Um, and there was a lot of anticipation, but we all knew that we were there for a purpose and that God was with us, that God had spoken to Scott, and that we were where we were supposed to be. It's not a one-man show, you know? It never will be. That's not me. It's, it's not my style of leadership. I, want, I need you. And that's the only way this church will grow. The church will grow when you, as a group of people, uh, become as exacting as I am as a pastor. And that's, that's the way it will happen. In the darkest hour, when I cannot breathe, fear is on my chest. It's the weight of the world on me. Everything is crazy.
I, when we moved to um, the ballroom, uh, downtown Greer, um, it was a, it, working, it was, of course, in all places we were, we had to tear down, build stages, do all that stuff, and clean, 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 clean. And we had these awful pile of ants. Uh, and I just remember thinking in my mind, ants, 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 everywhere. And they were. But as the years passed through, I thought about that same little thing of the ants. But it began to show me that those ants had a mission that they were going on and that they were they were moving, moving, moving in lines and lines. And then I thought, the Lord just sort of gave me that, hey, that's what we were doing. We were those worker ants. And we were working and we were moving and we were trying our best to move those new people to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's what it, the goal was all along. Uh, and I just thought, man, why did it take all this long for that to come to me? All those times that I said, whew, I'm so tired of wiping ants. Why can't we get these things out of here? But that, that's what I felt like it was. It was just a way of the Lord showing me we're all workers. We we're all workers in the kingdom. And we may just be those little worker ants just making that little line, but we all got one common goal, and that's to go to the Lord Jesus Christ. We still believe in the vision. Even to this day, nothing's changed about that. Mm -hmm. We went through some dark times here at the church. I mean, I think everybody does in a cycle. You go have your ups and downs, but we never lost sight of that. I mean, and it, it's really the leadership of Scott and, and just the belief that, you know, God called us to do this, and we're going to persevere to the very end. You were talking about the rough day or the early days, and they were hard but probably some of the sweetest memories that I have. Um, because you did, you we did community. Like we eat, ate it, breathed it, slept it. When Tim would, when they would do practice on Wednesday night, my husband wouldn't get home till 12, 12.30 because they would go outside that building and that was their small group. That was their accountability. Those men would stand outside and you know, that's what they would do. Um, it's just that we did it together. We did it all together. And that's some of the sweetest, hardest times, but really some of the most gratifying is, is that we just, we did it all together. I will lift my eyes, even in the pain above all the
But we've got to learn to listen to God. We'll never know the will of God until we learn to listen to God. And to listen to God means that we have to stop talking. We have to sit and be quiet to listen. Over the last year and a half, I said, God, I've got to hear from you. And he said, Scott, you've never heard from me. And you know what? God got me Sunday morning when I prepared for a sermon. And I'm sitting just listening. I'm not real sure what I'm supposed to be listening for, but I'm listening. And God gave me Matthew chapter 9, verse 17. It was on a Friday morning that uh, I was taking Emily to school. We were sitting there just a few minutes before she went into school. And, and God, once again, said, just, just be still. You, you've read the Bible for the last three hours. Now listen to me. Just listen to me. You've been looking for sermon material and trying to put in points and find illustrations. Now just, just listen to me. And a five-year-old said, Daddy, read this from here to here. Daddy, just read this. And I, I read it and I understood the child that God wanted to speak to this. That morning was not Emily, it was me. We've got to learn to listen to God. The requirement of love is that we listen. Jesus, you know, listen. I can't stop thinking about can't stop thinking about, I can't stop thinking about your goodness, goodness. I can't stop thinking about, I can't stop thinking about, I can't stop thinking about your goodness, For me, just to be able to serve with the, with the younger generation, I personally, I, I love my team leader. Uh, Dylan knows this because I've told him a hundred times, but I love so serving under his leadership. I know Cindy feels the same about Matthew. She loves to serve under the leadership of Matthew. Cindy and I don't lead anything. Mm -hmm. We just serve. We just volunteer. That's all we want to do. And I think if we were still trying to lead, I'm not sure that we would have really done our job over the past 25 years. Our job was to create leaders, and Springle has done a fantastic job of surrounding themselves with a younger generation, so. Well, that's good. Our job was to launch. I can't wait to see what's next.
To me, Springwell means home. Springwell is a place where, you know, home is somewhere you can leave and always come back to no matter what direction you go. Home is a place where you're accepted as you are. It's a place to belong. It's a place to be family. It's a place to bring your family to. So to me, all of that sums up the heart of Springwell and what Springwell really is. Springwell means family to me. It's a place that I think a lot of people go to experience what they've, in some cases, have never experienced, what family can be. Um, they're looking for family to love them and support them. And that's why, in my mind, we have such an incredible opportunity to reach and serve families like we never have before. The next 25 years of Springwell are, are obviously really, really bright. Uh, I see Springwell being the next 25 years what it's been for the past 25 years and that's a, a clear desire to have authentic relationships to love people no matter their background where they come from what color of skin they have even their ideologies even their ideas about religion a place where uh, everyone from every walk of life can have authentic community and authentic relationships and obviously find Jesus in a close-knit relationship with Him. Springwell, I believe, is going to be a place that other churches find resources. Other churches look at us, not to, to, to copy us, but to get ideas of how to authentically love their community. I think we're going to be a beacon. We're going to be a beacon to the world, but also um, a beacon beyond just Taylor, South Carolina, but a beacon for Jesus to shine in all parts of the world. This morning, there are going to be some staff who are available who are going to join us down here. Pastor Scott and Karen, if you'll step right up here, they're going to get behind us. Uh, this morning, uh, Scott and Karen, we do want to honor you. The idea of honoring people that lead the church, who lead us as a family, is a very biblical idea, actually. It's the idea that those that lead are worthy of our respect and support, and unfortunately, that's often overlooked in today's society. But today, Pastor Scott and Karen, we want to be a church and staff that honor you. Not just honor, but also hold you up and care for you and fight alongside of you. And hopefully this team that is behind you has proven that over and over again. In Exodus 17, the Israelites are about to go to war with the Amalekites. And Moses, who is the Israelites' leader, tells his right-hand man and army's leader, Joshua, in verse 9, pick out some men to go and fight the Amalekites tomorrow. I will stand on top of the hill holding the stick that God told me to carry. And the Bible says that the next day, Moses and some of his best men, Aaron and Hur, went on top of that hill together. And then Exodus says, as, Moses, as long as Moses held up his arms, the Israelites won. But when he put his arms down, the Amalekites started winning. When Moses' arms grew tired, Aaron and Hur brought a stone for him to sit on while they stood beside him and held up his arms, holding them steady until the sun went down. In this way, Joshua totally defeated the Amalekites. See, as a church and as a staff, we want to be the ones who hold our leaders' arms as they fight to reach this community and beyond. And we want to be the ones that pray for you and love you and support you. Now, what would have happened if Aaron and her had not decided to stand with their leader and support him? The entire nation, the entire nation would have lost the battle. And we as a church and staff want to support you as you continue to fight the battle to reach unchurched people for Jesus. And today we commit to do that.
25 years ago, the two of you stepped out on faith with no jobs, a young family, and a dream. I say regularly that when you both get to heaven, we're all going to have to wait a while to get to talk to you because there's going to be a long line of people waiting to thank you for leading them to Jesus. people standing on this stage and in this room are just a few of the people who've been impacted by this mission. And there's countless others who couldn't be here today. 25 years ago, you set out to help us find a home. Us, the people who are broken and desperate and in need of hope. Us who are far from God. Us who maybe without realizing it, had given up on church. Us who just need a place to call home. We needed a family. And you gave us one. And today we thank you. This morning, I'm going to ask you to join me as we pray and thank God for Pastor Scott and Karen, how God's used them the last 25 years and how he's going to continue to do that. Let's pray together. God, this morning, I, uh, I thank you for Scott and Karen. God, the battles that they fought to get this rolling was uh, were battles that we don't completely understand. God, I thank you for a wife who's willing to, to follow her husband when he's following close to Jesus. She knows that she can trust him. I thank you for her faith. faith to uproot a family for a dream. God, I thank you for Scott. The reason the people in that video all knew what Springwell is is because the vision is crystal clear. God, I thank you for what you've done, but I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you that the people behind me are going to continue to make sure that that mission continues, that it doesn't die. God, I thank you for the men and women and boys and girls who are in heaven today and going to be in heaven one day as a result of two people who said Jesus is not what we think he is. And they stepped out to find out who you really are. Today, we honor them. I know you're proud of them. And we thank you for what you've done and what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you guys join me in thanking Scott and Karen for 25 years of ministry?
When you came in this morning, you uh, received a bookmark, like the one that's on your seat there. On one side, you're going to see some history of Springwell. Go on and grab that if you would. We've given you this this morning as a keepsake of the 25th anniversary, but it also serves another purpose. On the back of the bookmark, you're going to find some lines. I want to invite you right now just to take a moment to write the name or names of someone who needs to find their home at Springwell. Go on. You can do it while I'm talking. Someone who's given up on God. Maybe someone who's given up on church or given up on life. Someone who just needs a home. And what we want to invite you to do is take this bookmark home with you today as a reminder to pray for God to move in their lives. And then we want you to do something else. We want you to make sure you include it on the who's next side of one of the displays in the lobby so that we can join you in praying for that person. And then uh, we want to invite you to take some time over the next month to encourage that person to come find their home. 25 years ago, 58 people set out on a journey to find a home and build a home for us, and now it's our turn, and it's our turn to invite them to be a part of the next 25 years. And right now, I want to pray for the names of the people who you've written on those bookmarks, and then we'll continue with the service. Let's pray together. God, this morning, I do thank you for the 25 years of ministry that's taken place, but I thank you for the next 25 years as well. God, it's always been amazing to me that Springwell is that church that helps those people. Until you become one of those people. And then you realize you need something real and you come here and you find it. And we know that there are people all over this community that need to find it. And so this morning, I pray that you would bring them here. God, help us to invite, help us to encourage, and then let you do the rest. In Jesus' name, amen. Our history is good. Our impact is amazing, and our opportunity is great. But it's just the beginning. In the next 25 years, more lives are going to be impacted than ever before. More people are going to experience home than ever before. And it'll be because we invite them. We invite them to come home, to find their family. And so whether today is your first day or your 25th year at Springwell, You're always home.